0: Ladies and gentlemen, the next senator from the state of Georgia, Herschel Walker, joins me by phone. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm great. So I, I want to talk to you. I know you're debating Raphael Warnock tomorrow, but I would be remiss and get a whole lot of hate mail if I didn't first let you talk about all the, the allegations that have been drummed up in the last few weeks by the Daily Beast. Um and just the, the smear campaign against you uh, what what how how are you feeling about them and what do you want the audience to know about
1: them well first of all i want the audience to know that this is a list of lies. and they, i want the audience also to know that this is one of the most important seat so i think the left would do anything to say anything to try to get this seat but uh they've uh they're not going to get it from me because this seat is too important. And I'm going
0: to fight for this seat because it's a lie. Now, let's you, you've you repeatedly denied this one. Um, yesterday, on, or I guess it was Tuesday, when Tom Cotton and Rick Scott were on the campaign trail with you, uh, you talked about the mental health struggle. And, and I've reminded people that we wouldn't know about the struggle except for the fact that you wrote a book and did a lot of interviews. Uh, and I, if you wouldn't mind, talk to me about that. And, and, uh, I continue to encounter people who have concerns about your fitness for office because of those things. And what do you want people to know?
1: Well, what I want people to know is, uh, you know, I've been very transparent in my life and I'm not, uh, going to say that, uh, I was been perfect in my life because I haven't, but I went and got help and I'm going to be a champion for mental health. And I want any, anyone out there to know that if they're struggling with a mental health problem, you can get help, and you can become better, and you go on and do, live a productive life, which is what I've done. So When people talk about my past, it is my past. And what I say is right now, the left is trying to bring up my past, like trying to rob my old house. I don't live there no more. I'm not there anymore. No and so when anyone said that they have concerns about something that was what, 14, 15 years ago, I moved so far past that. And as I said in a that I've been redeemed and I've been uh, running my business, a very successful business where they've talked about that as well. They've lied about that. But right now, as I said, I've been transparent. And uh, I think the Senator, one, he need to be transparent and tell people what's going on in his life. I'm above that. I just want to let the people know what
0: I can do as a Senator and I'm going to win this seat for the great people of Georgia. Now, you wrote a book you did a series of ads. You've been very transparent about things you did in the past. Uh, Raphael Warnock sealed his divorce records and says he can't comment on them because the records are sealed despite what his ex-wife says. Should he unseal his records?
1: Well, if you want to be transparent, you should unseal his record. But he also, uh, people don't know that you know he sealed a record. He paid the family uh, of a camp, uh, of kids that talked about abuse uh, during the camp. They paid a the family off that they couldn't even uh, talk to a uh, to the police but I say right now this this race shouldn't be about someone's past people can say that uh he's unfit but right now we're running for the Senate seat and they were saying do anything and I mean anything to win the seat back well right now to try to rob a house that I don't live in it, it doesn't work
0: so let's let's talk about this and this is a perfect segue as well because it, it seems like the two big issues that voters really care about is is not whether or not you you may or may not have paid for an abortion thirteen years ago or Raphael Warnocks or your sins in the past, but crime and the economy, inflation out today, still forty years high, people struggling to make ends meet. Uh if you're in Washington instead of Warnock, what'll be different? Well first
1: thing that'll be different is uh and I could say that yeah, I can do uh, the opposite of what he's doing, which is nothing. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. But what i like to do is us become energy independent again. Becoming energy independent is going to mean a great deal because we're going to now spur jobs back into, the, into this economy and get the economy moving. We're going to stop this reckless spending. You know, we, we're spending money we don't have, and it's easy for people to save when they say reckless money we don't have, but they're spending money on things that we don't need. And then we got to also get the crime down. You know, crime has made a big, big issue, and that's because of the inflation. That is that Joe Biden and
0: Raphael
1: up feet. Uh, they're one of the reasons we're at the point we're at right now.
0: It, it seems to me statistically, in uh, particularly in Georgia right now, a, a lot of crime is in uh, gangs, random violence, the South Atlanta area, the inner city, um, it disproportionately hurts the black community at a time that people like Raphael Warnock and Stacey Abrams want to defund the police so they can't protect those communities. Uh, what do you say to the black community that that has re- uh, traditionally voted Democrat of uh, how they should view these issues and vote for you?
1: Well, what I'll say to the black community is I will treat you like I treat my own family, that I will protect you. Because one thing that Raphael Warnock is not telling you is one of the reasons that uh, drugs are so bad in Atlanta is because they're not securing the border. Seventy percent of the drugs coming from the border goes through Atlanta, Georgia. That's where they redistributed the drugs that is in Atlanta, Georgia. So we gotta get down and start doing work at, at that border and stop the drugs from coming in. And the next thing I would say to the black community is that's one thing that we have to do. We have to come together as people, not see you as black America, or white America, or Asian America. We just got to see you as America, which I think is the most important thing we can do.
0: Now, you're debating Raphael Warnock. What what do you expect out of the debate in Savannah?
1: Well, I, I think he's going to uh, be that uh, slick talker as he is. You know, I've heard about it a lot. You know, he's a, he's a minister as well. And uh, so he's going to be really ready to uh, debate. You know, he's an incumbent senator. So he should know everything that's going on. But he's got a record now. I think people don't know he's got a record because he's voted with Joe Biden 96% of the time. That's the reason we have this, this sky-high inflation. That's the reason we have these open borders and the crime on the street, because he's voted with Joe Biden 96% of the time. But in, because of that record, I, need, I think you need to an answer to the people why. Did he vote for Joe Biden 96% of the time? And now he want to leave his friend. You know, he don't want Joe Biden to come down and, and uh, campaign with him. Why?
0: Now, he- the New York Times a while back did a a story on you that I just I had to kind of roll my eyes at. It was a white sports reporter from California that uh, went down to Wrightsville to suggest that uh, Herschel Walker turned his back on his community and isn't black enough. And I've been meaning to ask you about that. And, and now that I got you, I feel like I need to ask you about these New York Times reporters making white reporters making racial critiques about you.
1: Well, you know, it is amazing to me that if that was on the right, someone like that was doing to someone on the left, they would be totally, totally uh, put down. But because I'm on the, uh, I believe I'm a free thinker, uh, they seem to have the, the right to say whatever they want to say and get away with it. But what was so insulting is I've had so many people from my hometown on the right that this reporter never asked them. They never asked anyone from my family. He went down and he told a big lie. Because they're trying so hard to help Raphael Warnock win this election. Well, right now I'm going to go out and I'm going to fight for the people of Georgia. Raphael Warnock went to Washington; and he forgot about Georgia, and I hope the people see that. That's the reason right now they can feel the pain, they can see the pain, they can they can see the uh, they can see what he's doing. You know, when you look at the shelves, the food on the shelves, you look at going out to eat, what what the prices of food is costing now. You look at your gas price; they're going to go up. You know, do the people know that right now our uh, strategic petroleum reserves, we had a, uh, they've, they've used more of that than any president combined. We're at a, we had a uh, national security problem right now. They're not telling people that. And they tried right now to hide the gas prices. But as soon as this election is over, your gas price is going to go up. Your utility bill is going to go up. They're trying to pretend that they care. If they care, they'll be fighting for the Georgia people and fighting for the people of the United States of America.
0: Now, I've got about a minute left, and and I would be negligent if I didn't ask you this question. Uh, You and I have talked about this privately before. Uh, Can you talk at at the end of this interview here about uh, your faith and how it's getting you through the ups and downs of the campaign trail?
1: Well, when I got into this race, uh, you know, I never thought I'd ever, ever be a politician. But, you know, my Heavenly Father has blessed me so much. And I knew when I was called that I was called to get into this race. And I was called because uh, because of what the, my Heavenly Father is taking me through. So I said, he's prepared me for a moment like this, the way they're coming after me. They've spent $60 million coming after me, and I'm still standing. I'm still standing because of the grace of God. And I'm going to win this seat, and I'm going to just let everybody see that we can come together as the United States of America and put this country back together, put this state back together, because that's what we are. We're good people. We're not racist people. We're not bad people. Our men and women in blue are not terrible people. You know, 99% of them are very good people. Our military soldiers, you know, they shouldn't be talking about wokeness. They should be talking about fighting. Our kids in school, why are we talking about CRT? They should be learning math and English. The parents should be involved, not being called domestic terrorism. You know, where did we get to that? We got it. We, We can do better.
0: Well, listen, uh, good luck to you in the debate tomorrow night. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, I appreciate your time. Best of luck to you out on the campaign trail.
1: Hey, thank you, and God bless.
0: You too. Herschel Walker, candidate for the U.S. Senate in Georgia. He'll be debating Raphael Warnock in Savannah tomorrow night. If you want to listen to this interview again, Text the word ERIC to 33777. Uh, you can get the podcast or the show notes. We'll push it out there. Thanks to the Walker campaign. He got tied up right as he was coming on uh, and got held up for a minute. But glad to be able to pull him on and get him on the radio with all of you guys.